Welcome to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen, the ritual, it really has begun now. We're getting into it. <laughs> we are appeasing <laughs> the old gods right now, one minute at a time, and I am Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. Hello, and I'm Molly Balin of LittleRedMark.com. And in today's episode, we're covering minute 43 of the movie, The Cabin in the Woods. And in this minute, Jules and Kurt get up close and personal with four out of five Buckners. One of the Scoobies are going down. This is it, though. This is we've been waiting, which is really funny. Like we've been waiting a hell of a long time for the horror and the the blood and the guts and all of that because that's that's part of what this is this is a horror genre and it's very interesting that here we are minute 43 folk have waited through 43 minutes of false starts and here we are we're we're to the main event folks starting to go down welcome welcome <laughs> violence welcome <laughs> so i gotta say yeah even though we're yaying and laughing and everything this is definitely a minute i didn't watch a whole bunch because i don't like seeing people looking horrified and screaming bloody murder and getting pulled into the forest by horrible looking <laughs> tools so uh you know we'll keep things light but i definitely it's kind of like I, I remember and i don't know about you and your relationship to this. But I remember when Blue Velvet came out. And mm. I do really remember liking the movie. I, I went and saw it in the theater when it when it first came out. I definitely came out of it being pretty much blown away by by the film. But then it wasn't like I wanted to run back and see it a bunch of times. You know, there's some pretty, pretty gnarly shit mm -hmm. that goes on in there. I remember it ending up being a midnight movie once somewhere years later. And I just thought, oh, yeah, why am I here watching this as a midnight movie? Because oftentimes for a midnight movie, people are heckling and getting kind of rowdy, maybe had a few beers in them and, and are laughing and, and having a good time. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't want to be watching this rape scene. <laughs> And people are laughing and mm. having a jolly good time. So not that you and I are doing that. And this isn't a rape scene, but it is a death scene of a woman. And it's pretty gnarly. So it just reminded me of that and how like, yeah, oh, it's perfectly fine, Heidi. Yes, you're doing a movies by minute podcast. That doesn't mean you have to keep, you know, rewatching this, this minute. And yes, I know it's, um, you know, I, I know it's a movie. I know it's not really happening, but uh, it's still pretty uh, disturbing. So that was one of the things that happened with me mm -hmm. watching this minute. Yeah, it's a tough minute. And it's tough because she's in mm -hmm. somewhat undress during this minute. If you check out the commentary for Cabin in the Woods, one of the things that Drew and Joss talk about is that they consciously covered her up and I'm you can't see this because this is an audio format but I'm air quoting right now covered her up meaning that you don't see her her chichis during this particular death scene as to not further merge the violence and the sexual titillation so the sexual titillation came first and now we're to the violence so she's not full on extra level of titillation so to speak. So yeah, it, even though they've consciously done that, I still think it's a very difficult scene to watch repeatedly because it is, it's, it's hyper violent. You know, you've got 
grow zombies that are, you know, attacking them in the woods and they're, and they're screaming and it's horrifying. So the way it's shot, there's a realism. Right. It's not like some other horror movies where the arterial spray is so over the top. It's so crazy that the realism does add to that sense of disquiet and discomfort. So I think it's totally understandable. And blue, and just on a side note, blue velvet yeah, is fucked yeah. up. So <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I'll probably never really watch it again. You know, I don't really need to. I've probably seen it as many times as I need to see it. And even though there's things in it that are beautiful and funny and, you know, that were unique and groundbreaking at the time. It's not like, oh, let me just revisit. Let me just soak in this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think, too, I just wanted to go back to what you were saying. Yeah, it's this is realistic. It's not like some other horror movies where you're kind of going, oh, shit, dude. Oh, my God. You know, like that. That's crazy. And like blood <laughs> yeah. squirting everywhere and everything's crazy and over the top. You're right. It's it's grounded in a more realistic type of what might happen and how you might, how m- bodies might move and blood might flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went over uh, mm-hmm. back to the official visual companion book and the actress Anna Hutchison. So this is, pr- you know, close to the last we're going to see of her, at least in full body. Um, I was just going to read what she shared about uh, part of her experience being in the in the movie. So it says uh, here, Anna, it's quoting her here. People ask, what kind of film is this? And I'm like, hmm, I don't actually know because there's so many different areas that it could be. It could be a teen movie. It could be horror. It could be the psychological thriller, but it's definitely cool. I'd put it under the cool category and there's golf carts going by and that's rad. (laughs) (laughs) True that. So this is her, you know, talking about the movie before it's come out. This book came out as the movie came out, I should say, but you know, the stuff that's being written and interviewed and all that came out before the movie if that's not clear. Basically, I got all the coolest things in the world. I had a fake head. I had a huge cast made, which was so freaky. And I was so lucky that they made a forest. Whoever gets that, it would have been really cold otherwise. So she got to be in the (laughs) forest. I don't think they made the forest, but maybe that's, maybe they made part of the forest where they did this, this shot. Do you think they did? Where they did the nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For the scene where my hand gets stabbed, it was funny because I had burnt myself cooking one time. So I already had a scar where the knife went, which is kind of Mm. dot, dot, dot handy. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, when Ma Buckner puts on the hot coals that burn me, I just had my appendix out. So I still had quite a ripe scar on my tummy, which the brilliant makeup artist just used. We'll work with what we've got. (laughs) We just put a little thing around it and there was my burn. (laughs) So I thought she had a pretty sunny attitude about the whole thing and that they used existing scars and um, scars and scrapes Mm -hmm. on her while they were doing this stuff, which I thought was pretty clever. Yeah, very interesting. So speaking of which, I think you were saying that you did a little bit of, you know, background study on the the actual effects team that worked on that. Do you want to talk about that now? Yes. If you would like to go and check out AFX Studio, AFX Studios at www.afxstudio.net. 
slash creatures slash. You can see some really sweet pictures of the creatures that they've done. And you will recognize if you're a science fiction horror fan, a lot of their work. And so a couple notable ones are uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, also American Horror Story, The the Crazy Clown. So yeah, Crazy Clown, they they did him. And then of course, they did the work for Cabin in the Woods. And so um, in addition to the creatures such as the merman, oh, the merman, they also did uh, another favorite of ours, which is the Sugar Plum Fairy. So also quite good. And then on a side note, as of this taping, which is in, I know it's not the same, but as of late December 2017, as of this taping, you can go on to Amazon and you can purchase a set of unfinished Matthew Buckner zombie facial appliances slash prosthetics and have them for your very, very own. So it's... Yeah, so you can also go on, and who knows if that'll be purchased by the time this airs, but you can go on Amazon and look that up and actually see some really great pictures of the pre-prosthetics, the pieces that were augmented on the actor's face to be able to to create Matthew Buckner. So, so it's on Amazon? It's on Amazon, yes. So you can go on Amazon and type it in and check it out and possibly purchase that for yourself if that's what you need. And it comes with a certificate of authenticity. So if you are a, an Uber fan, you can actually take a piece of, of their handiwork home. So, and then backtracking to AFX Studio. If you go into about or behind the scenes, they have some really, yeah, they've got some good information about themselves and also a couple of of sweet little creatures that pop up. So AFX Studio was founded by David Leroy Anderson and his father, Lance Anderson, almost 30 years ago. Currently, AFX Studio is run by David and his wife, Heather Langenkamp Anderson, And they've been turning out memorable and award-winning work for decades. And of course, they are a Los Angeles outfit. So they also were known for The Serpent in the Rainbow and A Nightmare on Elm Street. So they've done some really interesting stuff. Men in Black is another one that they've worked on. Bruce Almighty... Hot Shots Part (laughs) 2. So they've worked on uh, some really iconic films, it sounds like. They have, they have. And of course, I mentioned Star Trek. So, And then this year, you can see their work in Dunkirk and Red Sparrow. Yeah. Cool. So they have done some mighty fine work. So I encourage you to go on to their website because, um, again, they have some really excellent photographs of the makeup that they did with like Patience Buckner, Pa Buckner. And that was actually kind of informative to me personally doing some research on this because so much of this movie in looking at these characters, the Buckners, takes place in very low lighting. So I don't know that I really get the full sense of the costuming and so you get a little bit more of their costuming by going on and 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 seeing that of course it's not in the the lighting that's originally shot or that you see them in the woods but you do get a a deeper appreciation and differentiation of of a little bit more of the characterization of these different zombies and kind of going back to this particular minute where you get to see ma buckner and what you had just mentioned about anna hutchison mentioning that she got a little bit burned by mom's glowing belly coals and you had mentioned that in a previous minute as well as one of the effects that you really were impressed by. And in this particular minute, you do get, I think, uh, a more clear shot of the coals, the the red coals out of mom's right. belly. And so you get a sense of there being, you know, Pa and Ma and Matthew. And it wasn't until I did research because I didn't really know which was which, but um, Judah is the one in the overalls and Matthew is the big guy, big guy with the, the bear claw flail gotcha. thing. Broken bear claw on a chain 
the jam. thing that looks like the, a bear trap yes yep okay okay cool yeah and just to follow up on that so they uh they talk a little bit about specifically designing the look of the buckners in the book so i thought i'd i'd read a little bit about that too because i thought that was kind of cool David Anderson says about the Buckners, Drew and Joss were hell-bent on creating a really scary, unique family of zombies. I've made a lot of zombies. It's hard to reinvent the zombie. <laughs> <laughs> the texture became unique for the Buckners. It was this cracked earth look. We created it with sodium silicate or silicate. We created that crackle effect on plate molds and with a bunch of steps, converted them into prosthetic appliances. So the Buckner's faces have these deep cracks running all the way through them. It created a cool, unifying mm -hmm. texture. It was inspired by old photographs. All that sepia-toned cracking and staining and peeling is what we wanted on their faces. Mm. so that kind of goes wow. goes back to sort of those photos that we see of the buckners in the in the basement in the cellar earlier this kind of sepia tone cracking and peeling sort although those photos are in pretty good shape but that's sort of a look that sepia tone look cool that's awesome yeah these are some crazy photos guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah is there anything you want to talk about specific to like the movement of what happens in the minute we start the minute really in the aftermath of the last minute of as you were saying jules getting stabbed in the hand so there's that mayhem of of these buckners like converging into this moment and ma buckner going for jewels and like a, like the linebacker that he is is football tackling ma buckner and unfortunately he also gets then stabbed in the back with the trowel which is just seems like really and and if we take a moment here and, and in subsequent moments with with marty as well i find it to be interesting that and maybe it's someone can explain this with adrenaline but that just seems like a very serious wound to have and to not see a profound reaction mm. from i mean the dude got stabbed in the back with mm -hmm. a trowel that he pulled out himself and that seemed to be enough to stop somebody you know but maybe that's like i said an adrenaline response i didn't know if maybe that had like a you had a reaction similarly or no he does a really good job because he stumbles forward and he does this like closing of his eyes and clenching of his teeth as he pulls it out now of course he's actually pulling it out of a, a box covered in foam that you know we don't see but that's you know the effect mm -hmm. of it but i do think he does a good job of like you know going you know and like pulling it back out and then he is kind of limping forward so he doesn't look unfazed by it but yeah i'm sure in the moment he's just it's all like you said adrenaline rush and just it's a survival situation here. Totally. Yeah. And so then which one of the Buckners, I know you just described them, is the one next that we see, the one that has the, the bear trap on a chain? Matthew's the bear claw on a chain. Yeah, Matthew is the, is the scary one. <laughs> the scary one he is he's the really scary one matthew has really long hair yeah yeah matthew's the one with the stringy hair and judah's the one with the overalls so yeah matthew does that little little lean in with his head kind of tilts 
And then he lets the chain slide through his fingers. And then he's got that creepy ass, rusty (laughs) turn of the century bear trap thing. It's pretty, pretty gnarly. What a way to go. Yeah. So I love it. I, I love the frame up there is so amazing. You know, the tilt, the crack of the neck, and then the, I mean, I don't know that you really hear a crack, but you kind of like, okay, he's, he's, he's gearing up right. for it and then drops the bear claw. And then you, you just know it's just, it's on. Yeah. We see her being pulled away with that thing. Like it's pulling her away. The bear trap is in her back. If you survive that shit, you're going to need a tetanus shot if you haven't already got one. So we end minute 43 with Kurt still fighting and technically Jules is still, she's still fighting against Matthew as well. And Matthew's got the creepy ass, extra creepy look. And that's pretty yeah. much where we, where we leave him. Pa's gotten a hold of Kurt and is holding him back. And Matthew has pulled Jules away with the bear claw. And so he's yanking her up and we're going to see the other two zombies saunter over in the next minute. But that's where we're at. They've been separated. Gotcha. Well, so I think we've pretty much covered this minute. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we move it on over? Nope. I think we're good. (laughs) So thanks for joining us for episode 43 of Cabin Minute Cast. You can find us at cabinminutecast.com and that's Cabin Minute Cast at Twitter and Instagram and all that jolly good stuff. You can always hang out with us on Facebook at Gabin in the Woods with Cabin Minute Cast. Yes, thank you for showing up today on this fine Monday and we will see you back at the cabin. Thank you.